Hello, fellow nerds, and welcome to our nerdiest thing. Today, we are live with a very special guest, author Whitney Dean. Whitney is the author of the best-selling fantasy romance series, The Four Kingdoms. Born in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and raised in Allen, Texas, she now resides in a quaint little town where she spends her days penning more romanticy ideas. Her love of reading came from the Harry Potter series when she was seven years old and frequent frequent trips to the most magical place on earth. Because of that, the fantasy realm has taken up residence in her brain for a very long time. While her writings include real-life pain and angst, she is a fan of happily ever afters and always strives to bring that forth in her stories. Whitney grew up reading books from all genres, but her favorite has always been with anything within the fantasy realm. Now she's living out her dream and creating new worlds for readers to get lost in. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Whitney. We're excited to have you on. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Well, and Whitney, we talked about this at Imaginarium Book Festival, but I feel like we're kindred souls because we were both born at the same hospital, which is super weird because we don't live anywhere near each other in the world now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I later worked at that hospital too, at a nonprofit in that hospital right after college. Um, Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. We had moved back for just a little bit, but um, I was there not too long ago and um, yeah, it's a college town still. I'm, I'm cool Very. with where I am now. Very college town. <laughs> that hospital now, it looks so run down oh does it that's oh, sad, sad. Yeah. yeah well and I need to know did you do any Harry Potter midnight releases whenever you were in when you were a big Potter fan no because I was too young we I, was- I remember it was really before you know like this whole community of bookstagram and I remember going out to eat and seeing because I was um already graduated from college whenever the last Harry Potter came out and mm-hmm. I remember it was like 8 30 and people were lining up outside this Barnes and Noble at this place we were going to eat and I was like that is so cool and then I started oh. doing the movie releases at midnight and then they're um they're doing Iron Flame midnight parties this week which I think is really I fun. saw that yeah, yeah. So they're kind of bringing it back which I think is cool Yeah, no, I used to, um, I would line up outside of B. Dalton whenever they would release at Mm -hmm. the, um, the Fayetteville mall, but I was too young for any of the, for any midnight releases or anything to go to those. Those are, I feel like such special books to be able to like grow up with though. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I think it really turned a lot of kids into readers, which is awesome. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. I think so too. I would agree with that too. Yeah. That and the um, Unfortunate Events series. Oh yeah. My kids loved those books. Those were my jam when I was a kid. Well, Whitney, tell us a little bit about how you decided or discovered that you wanted to be an author and how you made that happen for yourself. Yeah. Well, um, I've been writing forever, which I feel like that's a the story for the majority of authors when you ask it's like well I started writing when I was a kid um but I kind of I stopped reading for a long time after I had my kids um for at least a decade and um it was in 2021 back when book talk was kind of just on the the high end of its popularity from mm-hmm. covid yeah. took over but um I discovered Akatar through that. And I started reading and I remembered how much I loved fantasy books Mm -hmm. and being in that world. And, um, and then I found Scarlett St. Clair, who was not far from me. And I was like, well, she just started publishing not long ago and we're the same age. She lives kind of in my area. So if she can do it, 
then I can do it. And I actually DM'd her and um, she encouraged me to, to write, just write. And so I just wrote. I love that. <laughs> and um, Yeah. I, I have to credit her for really starting this. Um, oh, for that's amazing. In. I did not know that, that you yeah, guys were together that. like that. That's yeah. And we're, um, we're still friends and we talk at least once a week, I'd say. Um, so she really, she's my inspiration for starting at 30. How old was I? 32 when I started writing again. I'm 100% straight, but I would probably leave my husband for her. She's for gorgeous <laughs> and just brilliant and so fun. Like every time I've been in a room with her, she is just so she much fun. Is. Her laugh is so, yeah. and she knows it. Like she knows her laugh is so loud and it's just so infectious. It is. Um, and she makes you feel like I would go sign at Barnes and Noble in her state, in her city. And she would just come see me and hang out with me for like I an hour. That. And she's just, she'll be your best friend. Like she's just, she's so genuine and so sweet. Um, so, I mean, it's, she's helped me a lot with just publishing in general, just this whole community. She's been incredible. So Scarlett basically helped me start this journey. So that's really cool. Well, and that speaks to one of the things that we really love about the bookstagram book talk community in general it is very supportive and collaborative as a whole right yes yes we love that a lot so on your website it had there's a tagline that says dark romance puts me in my element <laughs> which I really really like <laughs> and so I just wanted to hear a little bit about you know how did you decide on that for a tagline or a motto and how does that work into your love of writing darker romance so the logo is raven Mm -hmm. that is raven she's an elemental witch and so i was trying to think to myself what can my tagline be and at that time when i had that made i had only written raven's story and that was the only plan i had i had no other books on the horizon no other ideas and so that tagline is completely centered on her um, because she is an elemental witch. And so, but it's also true that when I am writing these fantasy worlds, even if I, even if it's aside from Raven's story, I, it's literally like I go into my own little world to the side and just, I'm the happiest there. I don't have any worries at all. Um, And so it, it does literally put me in my element, but the tagline itself came from Raven. I, I think that's cool that you tied back that she's an elemental witch and you use that in your tagline. Yes. I'm curious yes. because you write dark romance. Who is your favorite dark romance author that you like to read? Dark romance author. So it's, it's hard. Cause I don't read a lot of things that aren't fantasy, but um, I recently read, does it hurt? My uh-huh. Carlton. How is that? Because I think Adeline haunted me. I <laughs> yes, I'm not. I might get in so much trouble for this. I'm not the biggest fan of that duology, but I loved. Does it hurt? Okay, and, that might be good for me to read then. Yeah, I, I love. Does it hurt? Because he is so so book boyfriend, the main male character in that. Um, and she is the, the female main character is feisty. The banter is incredible between the two of them. And it is dark. I mean, there is a lot of Zayd and Addie type dark 
thickness mm-hmm. to it, but it's more, um, there's a little more romance to it than just plain possession. Right. Um, so I would say her, and then I read a book that I saw on book talk and I'm blanking on the author name right now, but the book is called my dark Romeo. And that was a dark romance and it was really good too. Um, I want to, well, no, I don't want to say the wrong name, but that was really good. Yeah. We'll put it in the show notes. We'll find it, put it in the show. We'll we'll find it. Um, I just read one, a do a duology. I think it's, I'm trying to think if she's coming out with a third one or not, but Ember Nicole, she wrote Mm -hmm. break for me and survive for me. I really liked those two. They're Mm -hmm. very dark. I don't think they're like haunting Adeline dark, (laughs) but but they're dark. dark Well, it's so funny. Whitney probably likes dark romance more than Mindy and I do. And Whitney like shits rainbows. So it's so (laughs) weird that she like loves dark romance the way that she does. Uh. We like you say like dirty words on the podcast and she's like, golly gee, you all stop it. And then like, she's like, and then I read about this fucking and it was awesome. (laughs) I'm just well-rounded and multifaceted. Yeah. You're just expanding your mind. Yeah, exactly. That's what you're expanding. Right. (laughs) So anyway, uh, Whitney, your Four Kingdoms series is, first of all, still going. It's not a completed series yet. So there's more wonderful books to look forward to. But you recently re-released them as Whitney's version, um, Mm -hmm. a la Taylor's version of the Taylor. (laughs) I love that so much. Um, I just wanted to hear a little bit about what kinds of changes or additions maybe that you made in these Whitney's versions. Cause I just read all three of the Whitney's versions um, okay. almost exclusively on the airplane flying to wow. and from, <laughs> to and from London. <laughs> and it was great. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so Fury had the biggest, the biggest makeover. Um, Fury was my first book ever. And I very much just jumped into writing Fury and then jumped into publishing it. And um, there was a lot that I wanted to change. The The more I grew back into my writing and remembered how to write compared to when I started, um, I took some pointers from reviews and I'm like, yeah, that does make sense. That makes sense. Like why they wouldn't like that. And so there was just a lot I wanted to change um, and just make it flow better than it did. Mm. And so I would say that 70% of Fury changed. Wow. Um, Oh, wow. mm -hmm. I took out scenes. I gave Zeke more of a point of view. I wanted to kind of explain his rationale better as to why he felt he needed to leave her. Um, I wanted Raven to be stronger not that she wasn't strong I just I wanted her reasonings explained better mm-hmm. I wanted the the um weakness they because they connected as twin flames in Arthur and the story was like once you connect then if you disconnect your just your whole life is thrown off mm-hmm. yeah um and I wanted that to be better replicated in the book and kind of show how uneven they are without each other um and so she wouldn't she stopped relying on Cade so much and I needed Cade to be more of the villain um because in the original people were like well I I like Cade and I'm like but why (laughs) 
Like, <laughs> he's not a good guy. And so I needed more of that, more of his true nature to be revealed in the first book. So they're not so mad in the second book. <laughs> um, but yeah, Fury had a huge, huge makeover. Um, and then Frost, I actually removed a bunch of um, spicy scenes from Frost because there were so many um I was just about to say I feel like there's still a lot <laughs> there's still a lot and there I probably deleted at least five from oh wow Frost had a lot um <laughs> because that's like their love story and so when I was writing it I'm like man they're really in love and so <laughs> I mean um, when you when you fall in love and start having sex you really do do it all the time yeah, so, I, mean, I get sex, it sex sex sex, sex, sex. sex. <laughs> but it's like and, and I tell Michael this I'm like in a real world raven would be like having kidney infections all the time and bladder <laughs> infections utis like like that it's is like a witch hazel it. bath they are going at it poor raven <laughs> doesn't sound so, horrible <laughs> yeah frost didn't really change too much i just read through it and i fixed some like structuring um and deleted some spicy stuff but, um, and then I added the bonus chapters, which I had written a long time ago, but they were not included in the, the other ones. Um, so I put them back into the Whitney versions and then despair did not change at all. I just added Zeke's epilogue at the end of that, because that one I had just written and just finished. So I didn't, and that one is so dark that I did not I want really loved it. I did not want to revisit that. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't blame you. Yeah, I really, I loved book three. I mean, obviously I'm not going to give any spoilers, but stuff starts to happen mm-hmm. where you're like, wait, what, what, <laughs> what, yeah. what? Yeah. And you, like, you just have to keep reading or at least I did. You have to keep reading. Cause I'm like, I need to understand what's happening. Yeah. Uh, I really, really loved it a lot. It was, it was really good. Uh, So tell us a little bit about your upcoming projects. You're going to be releasing Rise of the Cinder Fae and then hopefully working on the next (laughs) Four Kingdoms book (laughs) because I would like to read it, please. I'm actually (laughs) releasing my publishing schedule tomorrow. Um, Oh, fun. So uh, Cinder is coming out in February. Um, I've had to change the plot a little bit on that one. So I'm going through it right now and I've actually changed the tense. Um, it was going to be first person past like, um, the four kingdoms is, Mm -hmm. but it's been bugging me ever since I started writing it this year. I'm like, this feels like a present book. Like it feels, but I've never written in first person present. Um, but I've, I've started rewriting it in first person present because it just, the story works better that way. Yeah. Um, so I'm changing all of that, but then How hard has that been to change the tense in the entire book? It's after writing three super thick books in past tense, it's a huge adjustment to go. Cause yeah. in my mind, I'm like, wait, this, this is supposed to, this doesn't sound right, but it's just the change in tense that I have to get used to. But right. it, it does feel better because they, the way that I hear them in my mind, when I hear Zeke and Raven, they are telling me what happened. But mm-hmm. when I hear Alora and Finian, it's happening 
as I write it and it's, they're completely different, um, the way they talk. So that's, it's been an adjustment, but I love their story. Um, they are very, they are very enemies to lovers. They don't like each other at all. So it's been a lot of fun to explore. I like a good hate bang. There's nothing more than that. Yeah. Yeah. And their banter (laughs) is just, he's, it's an age gap. And so his patience with her is like non-existent because she's just very quick and smart aleck with him. And it's just, it's a lot of fun, which Raven is too, but it's just exploring an age gap is, is fun. Is it like a fey age gap or like a normal? Age no, gap? it's a normal. It's a Lauren Finian are not fey. Oh, not okay. Fey. okay. Yeah. The um, the uh, the char- the side characters are fey, um, but the rise of them it comes in at the end. So okay, can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> so the Cinder Fey is a new series. It's start of a new series, right? Not a standalone. Yes, it's an interconnected. They're all standalone, but it's an interconnected world. So it's all happening in the world. And the next book um, in that series, the main character is Faye. So it just, it tells a bunch of different stories in the same, which in Cinder, you'll get hints of the next one and what that one will be about. Mm -hmm. uh, Because the fairies, they all know each other as a species um so I'll always drop hints in each um installment about what the next one will entail but I haven't announced what the retelling is for the next one yet okay I'm excited I can't wait for this yeah Um, yeah and then book four is not scheduled until December of next year of the four kingdoms you mean yeah Mm -hmm. of the four kingdoms yeah have you started for me yeah. What'd you say? I said sad times for me. I know. <laughs> I know. You know what though? Re-releasing, like that's going to give your, your new readers time to read all three books mm-hmm. and get to know you as an author and then read Rise of the Cinder Fae. So I think it'll be really great. Yeah. I hope so. Well, we haven't started writing that one yet. Well, we're going to go into our nerdy and dirty speed round. And this is just where we ask you uh, speed round questions and you give me the first answer that comes into your head. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. All right. What is the last song you listened to? Uh, Taylor Swift. And I'm blanking on the, the title. A Taylor Swift. A Taylor Swift song. <laughs> you know which album? <laughs> 1989. <laughs> Nice. Nice. What, <laughs> what kind of music do Zeke and Raven listen to? I would think Raven would listen to Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. but I think Zeke would be more of an indie and in like a hosier. Oh, for sure. I can see that. Yeah. What is your favorite pizza topping? Sausage. What is your ga- uh, go-to karaoke song? Part of your world. Oh, nice. Okay. Nice. If we see you at Imaginarium next year, now we have to go out for karaoke because it could be really fun. Although last time I was with Whitney and we were going to do karaoke, we never sang and I kept drinking liquid courage and threw up and busted my lip open. So um, yeah, it was a night because I was trying to get brave enough to sing and then we never sang, but you know, I had all the consequences later. Sure. Yeah. If you won Miss Universe, what would your talent have been? 
you know, I was thinking about this one and I have no idea what my talent <laughs> would be. Writing a good. Do, like, in this congeniality thing where she like yeah. does the water glasses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of course. Yeah. If you could get nerdy and dirty with any book character, who would it be? It is always resand. Oh yeah. I mean, mm. get in line, honey. Always. Get in line right behind me because I'm going first. <laughs> <laughs> what is the weirdest thing in your refrigerator right now? Probably I, you know, I guess we have three day old spaghetti from a pizza restaurant. Ooh. A good I restaurant know. at least. Is it spaghetti yeah, that is good. worth eating four days later? I well, we always bring it home from this restaurant because they don't salt it at the restaurant, but then Michael like seasons it whenever oh. we get home a couple days later and we just he makes it really good. So then we eat it. Well, that sounds great, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a celebrity crush that other people just don't understand? He's not a celebrity, he's a cartoon. Oh, and it's star. From scar <laughs> scar <laughs> what is it about him is it the bad you know, boy is it the i think boys? it's the like... bad boy yeah just and he's real snarky and yeah, he's true. funny like well, you know emily mcintyre just did a lion king-esque uh she she says she doesn't call them retellings i forget what she calls them but it's called wretched and it's got a scar type character in Ooh, it, yeah, you I'll have to check it out. it's pretty good yeah. Do you yeah. prefer a small town romance or an action-packed thriller? To read or watch? Either. Um, To read, probably a small town romance. To watch, probably an action-packed thriller if there's romance like on the side. Right. I yeah, always want a little yeah. bit of something. Right. If you were invited onto a UFO, would you go? Yes, I would. I would too. Yeah. Um, what was your favorite childhood book? I'm assuming Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. What Prisoner about a of Azkaban. Prisoner of Azkaban? Yeah. What yeah. is your favorite game? Uh, Monopoly. Oh gosh. That's like scary for someone because I'd be like, please don't beat me because <laughs> I don't know how to win that game. I it's, I think it just takes too long and I'm too it competitive does. and I get mad. I don't think anyone yeah. ever wins. I think you just play. <laughs> and see, maybe that's the problem. I am play. Right. Whitney knows me and I only play to win. <laughs> so because I can't win, I don't want to play. Um, it's a, it's bad. It's the bad part of my personality. And finally in the speed round, what is your guilty pleasure that maybe a lot of people don't know about you? I eat lemon pepper seasoning out of the bottle. Oh my gosh. Is that like an Arkansas thing? Because I used to do that when I was little. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I like you do like tequila shots where you're like, you know, you're licking your hand and like put the salt on. I would do that with lemon pepper growing up. Wow. No, I don't yeah. do just sit here like it's in my nightstand I have a little seasoning bottle of lemon <laughs> does your husband know when the lemon pepper comes out it's about to get spicy like yeah. you know, oh, you well, no, he drink. doesn't even want to kiss me whenever I eat the <laughs> it tastes good I would kiss you that still it tastes, tastes great good. I don't think the aftertaste tastes good to him though 
So it's birth control then instead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not That's tonight, honey. Is. I've got my lemon pepper. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have on granny panties. You ate lemon pepper instead. Yeah, so All the crumbs. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. That's great. Okay. So we're going to do three tough questions that are really about your writing. And then, um, what's going to do four random questions that are more about you. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like you relate to your main characters or do you write characters that are more opposite of who you are? No, I definitely relate to the sarcasm and the not ever doing what you're asked to do, which is, I feel like Raven's whole storyline um so they definitely (laughs) get that from me (laughs) um but Alora, I take a lot of what's happened to me in real life and put it into Raven's story but Alora kind of stands out her story kind of stands out on its own um so I don't relate to her as much though she is sarcastic so I feel like that that all of my female characters sarcastic Well, we have to be to get through the world, unfortunately, right? Yeah. So if you were writing a hero that you wanted people to root for, what would the essential characteristics be? So that's hard because I don't write heroes and I don't like rooting for heroes. So who? what would your um, characteristics be for the anti-hero? Um, the main characteristic is always he would burn the world down for the the female main character is the best always the always and that's kind of Finian's thing he doesn't realize it in the beginning but he turns into that guy um so that's always number one quality in my in my main my males um and just very I like to make them very fuck the patriarchy type Mm -hmm. males um and they always go against the king or queen of another kingdom or land or something. Yeah, that's cool. I I mean, and you know what? Reading the anti-hero is really fun, right? It is. Yeah. I love, like Morley Gray is all of our favorite color for a reason, yes. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> always. So finally, in the tough questions, what kind of process do you have for choosing the titles of your book, your books? So with the four kingdom series i went by what was working in the market which was the a blank of blank and blank right um and it's still a very popular title sequence to have um for cinder i don't know where that came from i just it just popped into my head one day and i kind of just take whatever the storyline is and just pull from the plot of the overall arc mm-hmm. and take one of the characters or the I guess species in their in their whatever and made it that and then for the October retelling that I'm doing he is morally black and he has a nickname and so I took what happens to him overall and it matches rise of the cinder fate like that's going to be all the titles for the dark mm-hmm. retellings and so it's blank of the blank blank and okay. yeah now i'm like very intrigued by this i can't wait yeah. to he's a yeah. dark dark dude can't wait there's no hero in him <laughs> <laughs> all anti-hero all the all time anti. <laughs> i was gonna say we'll find some qualities that we're like but but we like this so we're I gonna know, right? yeah <laughs> 
So now we're going to do our four random questions. Okay. So the first one is if you could see one movie again for the first time, mm-hmm. what movie would you pick? The Notebook. Someone else, another author said that. That is yeah. so funny. Yeah. The Notebook or The Time Traveler's Wife. Anything oh my McAdams, basically. I yeah. think. Time Traveler's Wife is so special. Have you read that book? I did. And that was one of the books that like stuck with me. I for know. A it while. is excruciating to read in a good way. Like mm-hmm. I cried and cried and cried and cried during that book. It mm-hmm. is so good. Yeah. So it's one of those where it's like, here, read this. It's going to destroy you. And I know, then, right? You yeah. Know? yeah. But then yeah. the movie was a pretty good adaptation of it, too. It was. Yeah. I feel like she's she chooses when she does adaptation, she's very picky with which one she acts in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she does great. a good job yeah. picking projects for sure. Yeah. If you were to write your memoir, what would you title it? Well, right now, if I had if I did one, it would be called Whitney's version. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say I fuck off, that. it's mine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that that would be, that's the title of mine. my life right now. Yeah. Well, so it's working, I, right? We love Whitney's version. It is. Yeah. It's yep. Yeah, I love that. What is your favorite useless fact? That 2% milk and whole milk have pretty much the same amount of milk fat. There's not a huge difference in the two. Interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I also don't drink milk. So, I mean, oh, I, I wouldn't yeah. have. Yeah. My husband drinks milk. Like it's like candy. It, like he'll be like, you know, what sounds good. A glass of milk. And I'm like, yes. you know sounds good. Beer. I want to be. That's like me and Michael only reverse. <laughs> so you like to drink milk all the time. Oh, all the time. Every I, night. Yeah. I got in elementary school, like first or second grade, a carton of sour milk. And I've never been able to drink it since then. I don't even drink it out of my cereal. Like I'll eat the cereal. Oh, and I can't man. drink it out of the bowl. It like ruined it for me. Now see cereal ruins it for me. Oh, I can't just so need a bowl meal. of milk. <laughs> <laughs> just that give you the so bowl funny. of milk. I'll eat the um, fruity pebbles out of it and you can have the flavored milk. <laughs> just share <laughs> one big bowl. We're like yeah. the, we're the like wife and husband that eat no fat or no lean. Like we'll we'll do that with fruity yeah, pebbles. Yeah, that works. <laughs> that works. And so our last random question, your movie biopic is coming out. What are you gonna choose for the theme song? Probably I did something bad by Taylor. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) That's a good choice. (laughs) So we've talked about what you're writing next. And by the time this comes out, you'll have that publishing kind of plan. You said that was coming out on social media. Mm -hmm. Um, So people can go to your Instagram and check that out to see what you've got coming up. Um, Mm -hmm. Are there any other projects or events book signings or anything like that that you've got coming up yeah I have centers and stardust next August okay. which I'm freaking out because Carissa Broadbent is going to be there oh my god she's fun. so cool I so want to be to meet her. her she is so cool yep and then I have romanticy book con next October I think it's October in Orlando and that lineup is really turning out to be awesome with Charissa and mm-hmm. JM Curl is going and I can't remember everyone else, but I'm really excited about that one. I awesome. feel like every time we talk to an author, there's like a new one we've not heard about. There's so many yeah. festivals right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. 
So where can we find you online and where can we buy Whitney's version and uh, Rise of the Cinder Fae? So Instagram is where I'm at, at author Whitney Dean. I'm trying to get better about TikTok, but I, I can't like that takes work. so long to make those TikTok. Yeah. So I try to do it like at least, well, I haven't done last two days. I try to do it once a day, but I'm just, I run out of time. Ooh, yeah. TikTok um, is a beast. It is a beast. Yeah. It is. And then Whitney's versions are only on Amazon right now because I don't want to fight Ingram Spark, mm-hmm. <laughs> the distributor who puts them out yeah. at Barnes Noble. It's just, they're so picky with like cover sizes and stuff. And I just don't have the the mental space right now do you to think deal with within that, the yeah. next year or two you'll re-release oh yeah for into, sure into yeah. that okay great, great once despair or not despair cheese cinder is finished <laughs> um which i have a deadline for december 15th for that for for some book boxes oh cool for it yeah that's so um, exciting i hope that's awesome. books i get i'm so excited <laughs> um i'll start dealing with ingram spark for the four kingdoms Oh, and great. figuring out what they're what they want from me because i have <laughs> the first version but i need whitney's versions now yeah yeah but those are all on amazon the paperbacks not the hardcovers okay great perfect so we always end our episodes talking about what our nerdiest thing of the week is and it a lot of times is book related but doesn't have to be just anything that we feel like we nerded out about got really excited about um, we would love to know what your nerdiest thing of the week. So is. there's two things. I think I am on a big hunger games kick right now. So I've restarted the movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Um, and then when I'm on TikTok, I watch Anakin Skywalker TikToks. <laughs> I've been watching those too. And it, some of them like make good me boyfriend like material. Is that why? Yes. Well, have you been seeing the ones too that are like, um, like justice for Hayden Christensen yeah. and like people ch- like those make he me cry. Was like crying. I love it so much. It makes me so happy. Justice for for him. Like, what is it? Because people when he was in the mean to him, yeah, the prequels, the prequel movies were not you know well received basically, right. and That's people not his fault. people really yeah. hated on him a lot, and he like did not get involved with any kind of star Wars, anything mm-hmm. like he didn't do anything. Oh, yeah. And so now that he's appearing on these shows on Disney plus he's getting, he's doing an amazing job yeah. and everybody's kind of like embracing him again. It's really sweet. It's oh, really like sweet. he like stopped acting. Yeah. He got so much hate for those movies. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Be yeah. nice to creatives online listeners right. just for yes. the love of God. Just be nice because they do see what you say. Yep. Whitney, have you seen the, uh, maybe this is just my TikTok FYP, but have you seen the Josh Hutcherson pictures from him like recently being out at dinner and he's got like a toothpick in his mouth? I've seen so many like thirst trap like mm-hmm. look the the renaissance of josh hutcherson like, i don't think still looking fine <laughs> i have seen like thirst videos just of him in general from freddy's and oh, like yeah, yeah, back yeah. to like his PETA days and like all the little looks he gives katniss and stuff i do have those on my feed but yeah. i haven't seen the toothpick ones i'll have to talk into my phone and then they'll oh. pop up once in my <laughs> yeah they will. Well, it'll, be, it'll be up after <laughs> toothpick, yep. toothpick 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 <laughs> yeah. 
if I, I'll try to remember to look for it and I can, I'll send it to you. I'll do, do you a solid and send it do to it. you. Do it. Send me all the Anakin, all the Hayden. Yeah. You'll just start getting all these TikTok links from me. I'm like, okay, I got it. <laughs> Whitney sends the best TikToks though. She really does. But usually I'm like, okay, at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, I've got to watch the five that were sent to me. So now I can. <laughs> look at them and ha ha them and you know, all that good stuff. Make me feel good that I sent you <laughs> some TikToks. <laughs> oh man. Well, thank you so much, Whitney, for being on with us and chatting with us. It was so great to meet you in person at Imaginarium last year. And it's nice to be able to talk to you again. Yeah. Um, we are looking forward to Rise of the Cinder Fae and the next Four Kingdoms book. No pressure. No rush. <laughs> Whenever you get to it, I have nothing going on right now. So right, exactly. You're not moving. You don't have deadlines. You're not doing sure. book boxes. Yeah, I mean, you're fine. Yeah, totally cool. Yeah, thank you, Whitney. It was a pleasure again. Thank you. All right, bye. Have a good bye. night. You too. Don't bye. log off. Hold on, I have a question, but this is okay. off the record since we're yeah. done. Are you not doing Imaginarium? I pulled out of Imaginarium. I was worried you were going to, because yeah. I know that you're, you're working to not be in the same room as some folks. They, yeah. they took a neutral stance and I was like, nope. Not yeah. I'm, um, you know, again, we're not going to like air this part anywhere. I'm very surprised. She's going to show her face there. She's off the website. Is she? She's oh, okay. I pulled out. It did not go over well. Oh. the next thing I knew Caitlin looked on the website and both wicked whimsy and she were taken off hmm. so Good. I don't know if she pulled out or if they disinvited her okay but well I, I mean they probably don't want to deal with the shit of like why is she here from readers to be honest yeah, yeah. and mean, they I know if I was running that event I wouldn't so they, right. they mentioned in their email to me that they are the only one that still have her on their roster to come. And they kind of used that against me in a way that mm -hmm. other events weren't inviting her. And I was like, that's not on me. Like, right. Who invites yeah. her? Who doesn't invite her? That's, that's not on me. Right. She's like, buried herself in this. She's she done it all to herself. Yep. So, yeah. you know, yep. has nothing to do with you. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I have really loved supporting you through this and, you know, we've got your back always. If you ever need an extra push or you need to, you know, do anything on Insta or anything like that, you can always ask us and we've got your back always. Did it. Was a fan long before Imaginarium and will be long after these other books are released too. I can't, I, I'll cry, but I appreciate <laughs> I know, it. I'm trying not to cry. Cause like, it's, it's like, it's hard, you know, and we haven't even been in it. So we just want you to know that we love you. I thank you. Yeah. You're so welcome and good luck with your move. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. I have a, I haven't packed at all. Well, we've packed a little bit, but <laughs> it's like you rush in the last three days. You'll I was going to say, you still got time. Don't worry about it. We'll throw yeah. some bags in a trash <laughs> bag, throw some clothes in a trash bag and you'll be on your way. It'll be no big deal. Exactly. Game. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Whitney. Have a great Thank night. You, you too. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye.